wishes, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Chris Jeffa. I'm Katie Nordgren. <laughs> this is another remote quarantine podcast. We're not doing this on any particular schedule, just whenever we feel like it, I guess. Yeah, there's time. Everybody's saying this, you know, it's the cool thing to say, but uh, time doesn't matter anymore. It's not even real. It really isn't. It's not. It's all made up. Did you know? Yeah. It's not like, yeah, it's just a concept. We've all just agreed that like daylight means that it's daytime. It's weird. Yeah. Are you having a kombucha? I'm having an iced coffee. Oh, is it caffeinated? Uh, No. Good, good, good. I don't want you to turn into a hummingbird. Yeah, I don't sit well. Ed has been starting to drink half-calf, and he's making his own blends of beans, so he'll put in, like, what a, dork. a scoop. Yeah, it's great. And he, he now does this thing that he learned from his friend, where you just take the grounds in a cup and just pour hot water on them, and then just let them sit there, and then they all sink to the bottom, and then you drink the coffee, and it's not gritty or anything. It's very strange. Uh, is that just Turkish coffee? I guess, but like, just regular. It's very just, like I don't. Know. Yeah, he loves it. He says it's delicious. It's <laughs> and lo- if this if this is like a video podcast, someone would be like, "And there's no grit in it." And they would take a sip and put the thing down and smile, and their teeth would just be all coffee grounds, <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I, f- I say I feel like I'm in the studio with you because it's uh, what is it six p.m. here and I'm, I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. I am absolutely cooking. It is a solar oven. Oh wow, it's hot it's today. It's really like it's not that hot out. I mean, it's maybe fifteen degrees, but in in here it gets up to close to thirty. Uh, Your apartment in Norwich is like a little uh, uh, greenhouse. Is the word I was looking totally for? It's totally a greenhouse. So yeah, that's. Uh, that's something that's been coming up in the, uh, did I, I don't know if I mentioned in the last podcast, but I'm in the uh, Grovner House Residence Forum yes, on Facebook. Yes, you did mention that. <laughs> and, uh, and a lot of people have been like, can I get some form of air cooler? <laughs> Does anyone have brand recommendations? Aw, everyone's used to being able to go outside when it gets hot. Well, yeah, they call them like chillers or something. I don't just have like regular air conditioners for sale for some reason because British people don't get hot. Yeah, they generally don't have air conditioning in in England, do they? Because that's why the last heat waves were very problematic. Yeah, so if people are still stuck in their houses, they're going to be just absolutely fucked this summer because it just gets so (gasps) hot. Like... Yeah, mm-hmm. people were saying that that's, that's a complaint that they've levied against the builder or something like that. Uh, so maybe I'm not that unhappy to be getting out of here. Yeah, fair enough. So, so speaking of... Speaking of, you're... this is my last week now. I am entering the last week tomorrow. I leave on the 25th. A ideally, lot has changed. Ideally, I leave on the 25th. I, get, I don't yeah. know, I suppose. I don't count on anything anymore. That's so wild. So can you fill us in, like... Basically, since the last podcast, you were like, hey, I'm going to stay here till like May, maybe June. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. And then all of a I sudden. I mean, I'm almost making it to May. Yeah, true enough. Very, very close. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I just, um, I think once I started to even float the idea of coming home, especially with my parents, the feeling was like, oh, you know, at first it was just like, oh, we're very proud of you for your, you know, um, I guess, strength of character or something like that, or tenacity <laughs> to, to keep it up and just to keep doing your thing. But uh, 
but then they started really feeling like they would feel better if I was back in BC. Like the yeah. again with the new infection rates and the death rates in the UK, they're so high. They're just so high. It's like on track to be like Spain and Italy and Canada. Oh. So much less so. So, so much, much less. less so. BC yeah. BC is like we're flattening it sort of. We're bending it. It's yeah. very exciting. It is. It's a really good thing. Um so that's that was my feeling was just that I should go home. I should do my I should do my time. Uh, and it's literally house arrest. <laughs> quarantine. Like, quarantine. I have to, uh, it's going to be very interesting because I haven't, you know, I haven't done anything wrong, but I know the province has to treat me like I've done something wrong. Um, uh, you know what I mean? This just feeds into all the things that you don't really like where it's like, am I going to get in trouble? <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it does, you know, but I'm also fine with it. I, I kind of just don't like this whole experience has just kind of made me. Uh, I want to say more flexible. Uh, I don't think I've ever been super inflexible so much as just takes me a while to get used to a new idea. But uh, right. but now I'm just like, well, I don't don't bet on anything, I guess. Just bet on yourself and do your best. Uh, and so that's what I'm doing. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, yeah, I've 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 taken to heart what my mom and dad and what Tessa have have said to me about you know, wishing that I was closer by the feeling like it would be a better thing for me to just be around people. And I, I agree now, you know, I, mm-hmm. I have, I've had my fill of my alone time for a little bit. Uh, and this is not the ideal alone time situation that you wanted in the first place. Like, absolutely not. No, you I, were, you were very much enjoying your own company in England, but you were still hanging out with people and you had friends there and stuff and now you can't see them and it's really stupid. Exactly. And it's, it's quite heartbreaking, honestly. So it's kind of a case of, well, I either wait it out here and then go home or I go home and just wait for things to settle down and then come back uh, in whatever capacity that means, whether it's just to visit or whether it's to look for a job in the industry over here. But as it stands, you know, uh, I don't think filming is going to be starting up anytime soon. Um, No, it shouldn't. Yeah. So there's a lot of things in development hell right now uh, and they'll stay there for a really long time. And so I think the next year or two is just going to be catching up with those projects and turfing the ones that aren't relevant anymore and it's just it's gonna take a while for that stuff to sort of settle down so it's not good for me not good for my (laughs) timeline however you know my wonderful professor dr steve waters who i love so much uh has been very very encouraging and very much like hey just so you know this relationship doesn't end when you graduate like uh, I'm, I'm still here for you. Like uh, anytime you want any help with anything, you want input on something, absolutely hit me up kind of thing. So, so I think that's Aww, available that's so nice. to me if I want to, you know, come back and, and present work that I've updated. And, uh, you know, if I want to see if there's any connections I can make, like he and I could go for lunch in Cambridge or something like that. And it would yeah. be really nice. So it's not, it, it's, it's not goodbye. It's so long kind of thing which is which is corny but it's very true you know it's just it just is what it is and it sucks dick but people so many people have it so much worse so yeah I'm not that hacked off about it like I'm sad and it's still gonna be some processing time but like I didn't have to cancel a wedding (laughs) yeah for sure so many people had to cancel weddings yeah yeah and I think that's just that's sadder somehow or like people whose job is being a touring performer now they've lost their income for the whole year you know so oh yeah it's I wouldn't say my situation's small potatoes it still really sucks that I like waited for a really long time for my life to start and then the moment that it did 
the moment that I kind of like took it into my hands and was like, I'm going to, then the world was just kind of like, sorry, kiddo, like you're going to have to hunker for a little longer. I was like, well, I'm at least very experienced at that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, babe. I just, it's fine. It I, have, what it I is, have whiskey. Exactly. It's chill. Um, nice. And I'm like, yeah, selfishly, I'm happy you're coming back as well. Cause that'll just be nice to, even though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just being in the same time zone will be a cool experience again. <laughs> it It'll hasn't be, been, like, yeah. oppressive to to chat at different times by any means, but it just, like, I don't know. It'll be nice. We can cook dinner together on... Yeah. Yeah, that Easter would be great. I would love that. that. Um, and I'm really hopeful that some of the restrictions will be relaxed and that you can, like, meet a friend and go for a walk and stuff like that. <laughs> I feel like you still kind of can. So this is my yeah. thing right now is that I'm feeling bad because I'm really following the rules quite strictly. But then at the same time, we'll go for a walk in the park and then we'll sit on a bench. And then there's another human that also went for a walk in the park and is sitting on a bench more than six feet away. But it's like, I'm just like, why can't that be my friend? And then I could talk to them. Yeah. Like, I think it would be very easy to like meet up in a park sit outside, sit far enough apart, have a coffee and have a chat. And I think, you know, or like, yeah, I was just going to say that I think people are doing that. And I think that's totally chill and cool. Like I've definitely seen a lot of people, um, like past guest, Maddie Vu, who, uh, bought a scooter and Uh. has been scooting around and and popping around to other people's places and just bringing them treats and saying hi from the window and stuff like that. So, so it's possible to do those things, but I, I mean, my thing is, that I'm getting really pissed off about lately is the uh, prescriptive patties, you know, like the oh god, yeah, the the people who are so. I, I think we talked about this last time, but the people who are so like upset over their lack of control and so they feel so powerless and they feel so concerned that they're just over policing everyone else's behaviors. And so yeah. if you're like tattling, like you're, you're literally being a little whiner child. If you're tattling on people, like if you're calling the cops, like by all means break up a, a, a gathering in the park, if it looks really unlegit, but like, don't tattle on people. Don't, make people pay ten thousand dollar fines get the yeah get te fuck as the scots would say in a much cooler <laughs> get way te fuck. yeah yeah i know it's people were getting mad like the there's photographers going around taking like porch trips you know like sit family sitting on their stoop and then the photographer is at the end of the driveway and takes a nice picture and people were getting mad like this is bad it's encouraging the photographer to spread germs and it's like no it's social distancing like there's a reason that our provincial health officer is not locking shit down. It's because people can, like, as long as you're not spraying droplets on each other, like, it's okay. Yeah. And so the thing that I'm sad about, though, is that, you know, I went to our friend Aaron and Graham's place and just, like, stood by the fence and they stood on their porch and it was, like, a far enough away thing. But that was, like, two weeks ago and I haven't done that for anybody else and no one's done that for me. Yeah. And it just feels lonely. Like, it's, like... Anyone could walk by my house and, like, stand at the driveway, and I would love to chat with them or through my window, but, like, nobody's even texted me, like, for two weeks. I just feel sad. Like, I know that everyone's doing their own thing, but it just makes me feel sad. Well, yeah, I think people are also just scared of getting in trouble. Yeah. Like, it it just makes me sad. Yeah, there's there's been a document released uh, somewhere inside of the UK that clarifies social distancing rules and clarifies some of the, like 
it was like when Michael Gove spoke to uh, spoke to the public uh, as a whole and said, you know, these are the reasons you should be out of your house and no other reasons. Like, and one of them was exercising once per day. And now this new guideline suggests like it doesn't actually matter how many times you go out per day as long as you're observing all of the social distancing rules. Yeah. So you can go out and exercise twice a day if you want to. Like uh, for for a while, I've been like really paranoid about how if I have to go get groceries, then I also have to walk first and I can't go home in between. Like I have to walk and bring oh. my shopping bags with me and then get my groceries and then go. So I'm not doing it twice in one day, right. which is stupid. Like there's anyway, like I, I think that having strong rules in place is important because um, otherwise there are people who just won't follow them at all. But on the other hand, there's so many people who can follow rules responsibly and, you know, not even bend them, but just sort of figure out a way to still enforce the rules or still follow them while, you know, still getting social interaction with people. Yeah. I just feel like there could be more. So, like, I invited friends, like, we went to the, uh, there's a farmer's market every Sunday near, at the pond, like, in park near our house. And they've set it up quite nicely that, like, you wait in a line with, and they have markers measured out that people wait at to get in and only a few people at a time. And it's, we walked past it and it was, like, pretty empty and it looked like quite a lovely shopping experience, honestly. So I think we're going to go on Sunday and, like, get some fresh eggs from a farm and, like, good cheese and there's, like, a wine booth and, like get some fresh fish gotta go to the wine booth well it's there so like yeah (laughs) and it's just like it's nice and so then I said to my friends that live in the neighborhood I'm like what if you also went to the farmer's market at noon and then we went to the coffee cart and like sat on a bench and you sat on that bench over there and it's like way more than six feet apart but we could at least like be near each other I think that would be nice so I think we're gonna do that good and yeah I don't know. It's just the the way that I've been getting some social interaction has just been, like, very strange. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like Zoom meetings really that much, like, big ones. I think they're fun, yeah. and I just want something more from them that I'm not getting, and then I'm very sad afterwards. <laughs> like, I don't know what I want, but it's very sad There's something after. about inhabiting the same space as people that just feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't know, maybe it's your vibration. Well, it's yeah. banging into their vibration. I think that's legit. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a more scientific way to say it, uh, but yeah. I Energy just, transfer. God, I really miss people. I miss yeah. them so much. I haven't, let's see, the last time I touched someone was 33 days ago. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that sucks, but yeah, I'm okay, I think, uh, having kind of weird dreams when I can remember them <laughs> that yeah. uh, seem to be related to this. Like it's, it's this isn't how people are meant to live, right? It's really not. And so for us to have that and to not have any, any idea as to when it's going to change for the better, that's really hard. It's, I'm not saying yeah. anything revolutionary here, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. so for me, that uncertainty is going to be a little bit easier to deal with where I could at least be with family because some of the um, some of the regulations that I've seen here that I think are similar to the ones back home are, are that like you are allowed to leave your house to move, but you can't just like go to a place for a couple of hours. It's like if you have if you're married to someone. This was actually a specific example given in the in the English one that I was reading. Okay. Uh, and it was like if you're having like marital problems or relationship problems, and you need like a few days to cool off, you can go and move in with a friend or something like that. Like so, there's right there is stuff that 
does allow you some flexibility and some wiggle room while still, you know, maintaining the fact that you're not supposed to be in public and with a lot of people, but when you Mm -hmm. keep it sort of, I think it's really harm reduction, you know, and I, uh, I hope that more advice about that kind of specific stuff comes out. And I really like, I'm just dying for something that says like, Hey, you can get together with six friends in a private residence or something like that, because that I could live almost indefinitely like that. Yes, uh, if that's... I could just be with a small group of people, I just need to see my friends. <laughs> I need to hug people. Yeah. And I need my yes. legal weed. <laughs> well, that's very, very good about British Columbia. So that's I need true. to come back that's for a, that. It's an essential service. It is. It is. They haven't shut it down yet. No, why would they? <laughs> it's money. Yeah, I, know. I know. Money, please. Yeah. It's like, so there's like the extreme like douchebags, right? That are like marching on the Canby Street Bridge being like, and the lockdown. And it's like, we're nowhere near as restrictive as some places. And it's not fake and we don't need to develop herd immunity. Like all that shit where it's like, oh, well, just a whole bunch of people have to die, but everyone will get immune. It's like, no, I I do not agree. (laughs) And like, I'm so bewildered by conspiracy theorists in general, like. I had someone call my work and, uh, cause I'm, I'm a government worker. Right. And so they called and they were asking about certain, um, government programs and stuff. And that was totally normal. And then by the end of the call, he was like, and I've just been asking everyone this, do you actually know anyone who really got coronavirus or that actually died from it? And I was like, well, yeah, our local seniors home. And I like, I know the guy's address. So I was like the seniors home down the street from you, like 10 people died and we knew those people and we brought flowers, like, and he was right. just like, oh, he got very quiet. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, this is not an elaborate prank. You know, it's it's yeah. not an elaborate method of social control. It could be hijacked for that, absolutely. But that's not, like, no one created a disease so that people would get it. You know, like, mm-hmm. at least I doubt it. Yeah. If it turns out that we're wrong, that's fine. But I would rather just, Who's going to know? know? Seven people. Yeah, exactly. And, like... <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather just, like, always trust that it's, like, science is good, and science is I do good. trust, you know, I do trust the folks in charge that are, like, working on these things to, to keep us safe, and I want to always lead with compassion and, like, take care of people mm-hmm. and take care of each other and stuff like that. So it's, like, this, to me, is not, like, it sucks, but it's not this huge, like, oh my god, all my rights and everything are being trampled on. It's oh like, god. no, you're being asked it, to it, it just take sucks. care of other people. Yeah. It's, it's not unfair. It just sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't understand some people sometimes. And it's, I, a, it's white people that are just, like, being the worst. Of course it is. Um, I wonder if there's a GoFundMe yet for, like, a spa vacation for Bonnie Henry. Aw. Did you see that they're designing I, shoes for her? Oh, she's, I, I had, uh, my parents' friend, Cheryl, sent me a message going, did you know that she's a Fluvog head? Yeah, she, like, loves Fluvog shoes, and now they're designing a Bonnie Henry shoe. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's, like, it's pink, and then on the back it says, like, be safe, be calm, be kind, or whatever, which is, like, very cute. That is cute. And then, but then, like, fucking, I don't know, this whole thing is bringing out the worst in people, because now people are debating, like, should we be talking about her shoes? Shouldn't we be paying attention to what an important, strong woman she is? It's like, you know what? You don't like, wear flu shoes both. because you want no one to mention it. 
Yeah, exactly. And they're, like, sturdy and comfortable and allow her to stand up and do... She's done, like, 50 press galleries, like... Every badass woman that I know in the Vancouver area who has, like, a slightly unique style, which I guess is, like, that's a sort of defeating statement because I'm about to say that they all have a Fluvog pair of shoes at least. Yeah, they do. (laughs) It's true. But they're all different ones. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I don't know, let people enjoy nice stuff. Let people enjoy anything. (laughs) Like, come on. Let us have anything good. Is there anything that we can talk about that has nothing to do with fucking this? No, I was going to tell you some... (laughs) No. 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 I was going to tell you some, like, two gross and one good medical thing. About yourself? Yeah. Okay, tell me the gross. I'm taking my dress off. It's taking off hot. your dress. It's too hot. Lucky for me, this is a video chat. Da, 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 da. I got a sunburn on my chest today from walking around. You do look very sunburned. I'm very That's red. Right. I made a mistake. But I'm also drinking, and I, I. but it's also the camera. You look red, if we're being fair. To be fair. <laughs> okay, touche. Thanks. <laughs> I'm in a very red room, to be fair, so. Yeah. No, but, uh. Okay, so the first gross thing, like, I thought I had to go to the clinic because I've had this weird bump on my head for, like, ten years. Oh, no. And... It's it's an emergency. (laughs) I know, right? I'm turning into a cone head. Well, I've just had it there, and then I've been noticing it more and more, and then it got started to get really painful, and it, like, hurt really bad, so I'm like, shit, I'm gonna have to go and get this, like, lanced or whatever. And then then yesterday it just popped on its own, so it's fine. Sick! And I'm not, like, one of those pimple popper people at all. I think that's But it probably felt great. It feels amazing now. There's no pressure on my head anymore. And I had to, like, yeah, basically, like, doula it. Oh, God. (laughs) It was... (laughs) 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 Sorry. It's really just funny. Yeah. I mean, that's gross, but I'm also very happy for you. Yeah, it feels awesome. Uh, A good thing that I did was online acupuncture. It was incredible. It was so incredible. So the local acupuncture clinic um, down the street, they will put a little kit together and they'll either send it in the mail or they dropped it off for me, which is very cute. They dropped it on my doorstep because we all live close by. And they're like these little tiny stickers with a little point in them. And basically you do like a video chat with the, (laughs) the acupuncturist and she's like on an office chair drawing on herself, like teaching you how to find the points She's, like, drawing on herself with a marker. She's, like, up on a chair, like, so that you can see her feet. Like, <laughs> it's so cute. It was really fun. She's also just, like, better than any counselor I've ever gone to. <laughs> yeah, you love your acupuncturist. I just, I think it's, for me, so much of my anxiety... Is somatic. Is so mental, and so just talking about it doesn't help me. And so just doing a body thing that's unrelated really helps so yeah. just talking about any health things and it's like it gets quite intimate right because you're talking about like hormonal cycles and like body stuff and whatever um with this one I was just like hey I just I have allergies and I know there's some points that help with allergies um I would like to not wake up with itchy eyes every morning and freak out <laughs> and it is not also, a symptom of corona <laughs> I know I know but it's irrational right so I wake up and I'm like oh god and then I take an allergy pill and I'm fine um I've just started taking also, allergy pills every day. Yeah. <laughs> I just put them in my pill case because it's like, there's some weird ass pollen here. I don't know what it is. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> it's fine. I'm leaving. 
Uh, yeah, exactly. And as long as the allergy medicine doesn't make you feel too bad, then it's not actually like a problem. Doesn't make me so. feel like anything. It's not like you can get Benadryl over here. Yeah. Can't you? You have to get it over the counter and they sell it as a sleep aid, not an allergy pill. Oh, interesting. It's very strange. Hmm. Yeah. And yet you can get codeine over the counter as well. So. <laughs> anyway, it's cool though. So she, she guided me through and so I've got all these little stickers all over me. Still, they can stay on for like a couple of days. Neat. Um, the, the one on my hand came off right away because of all the hand washing, of all course. All the hand juice. But that's fine. That's fine. And I've got them on my legs and arms and every once butt. in a while. No, I've got some <laughs> in my ears that, and like, you can basically just like press them and it just like gives you a good little flood of juice. It just feels very like tr- tranquilizing. It feels so good. I got like, juice. Um, and my third, my, th- my third gross health thing, I will not get into details, but just to show how out of touch with my body I'm getting, I think just cause I'm distracted with everything is I, f- I forgot my diva cup was in for three days. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, your did you sa- did you save that just for this? Yes. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> You're the grossest little goblin. I know it was pretty awful. I've thrown it away. <laughs> oh, really? You yeah. just ordered a new one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta you gotta upgrade the model. I guess. Well. I went and bought a new one at Shoppers, and apparently now if you're the Model 2, it used to just say if you've had a baby, switch to Model 2, but now it's if you're over 30. Yeah, yeah, I have a, so, I have a Model 2, because I yeah, got, I got so. my first one when I was over 30, because it took people 10 uh, years to convince me to get one. Yeah. <laughs> and then it took me three months to figure out how to fucking use it. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So when people are like, I don't know if I want to try it, I'm like, fine, don't. Yeah, I love exactly. it now. I, I told now. I told our friend Luna um, when it happened because she was online and I was like, I know that you're a bit squeamish about gross stuff like that, so I went into extreme detail with her and she was super into it. <laughs> but but she was like, that's actually an endorsement for it if you didn't notice that it was in you for three days. Oh, that just made me realize. That just made me think about Luna. That uh, a, uh, I don't know if you've seen. I don't know why I'm stuttering so much today. But it's just because I haven't talked to any person in forever, so I don't really remember yeah. how to do it. Um, not that I was ever that great at it to start with, but uh, so Andrew Lloyd Webber every two weeks has been throwing up a uh, uh, like a new one of his shows on Friday nights. Oh, that's too funny. So, or maybe it's every Friday. Uh, but last week or the week before, it was Jesus Christ Superstar, but not nice, not the sexy Fox one or whatever it was that you saw with uh, John Legend. Uh, but the 2012, uh, like UK stadium tour with Tim Minchin as Judas and Melanie C as Mary Magdalene. I saw clips from it. She was pretty good. She's like gritty, but she has white people dreadlocks in it. It's very bad costume. White people dreadlocks. Jesus. Some guy that they just auditioned in a reality show. I think it was (laughs) brutal. It was like Banksy junior did the production design it looked awful (laughs) the the like the chorus was so bad like they were just the acting was so like oh i'm gonna punch you i'm anarchy like it was just oh it was just like all about like oh jesus is socialism and it's a threat and then that it's just fucking stupid so i turned it off after three songs and i was like i can't even deal with this uh but tonight 
tonight, my friend. I think I'll watch <laughs> it's it gonna too. Be, it's going to be Phantom of the Opera. Uh, so, and Luna's never seen it. She's like, I have avoided it this long. I don't know how, but I guess I'm going to fucking watch it tonight. But she got primed with uh, new music from Fiona Apple, which is apparently like one of the best albums to come out in five years. Not just by like her, but by anyone. Pitchfork, Chris, Pitchfork gave it a 10. They don't usually do that, I guess. They don't do that. The only other one I've ever known of was Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which was Ah. 10 years ago. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited to listen to it. I think I'll put it on while I work today. Cool, yeah. I mean, cry. I need to start listening to Fiona Apple. I've only just started listening to so many artists for the first time. I know. I've never was a big Fiona Apple person, but I've had Extraordinary Machine stuck in my head all day since I've been seeing her name on Twitter. You put that song on on a mix CD for me. Did I? I think so. I don't think so because I do. Oh not know no, that, that was that was Leather by Tori Amos. I, ah, yes, yeah. yes, that's yeah. much more. Yeah, that was my. That's the piano bitch that I put on. Nice. But even Tori yeah, Amos, I, just, I, I only know like a few of her songs. So. Uh huh. Same here. I think it just didn't hit me. Like I think maybe if I was a couple years older, I would have been more into Fiona Apple. You know what my issue was? Misogyny. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh, it's sexism. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just, I didn't <laughs> listen to female artists in my late teens, early twenties, which is like when you need to listen to sour women with pianos, like it's yeah. necessary, but I also never listened to Radiohead. And for some reason, Spotify keeps being like, Hey, are you okay, bud? You seem depressed. How about Radiohead's no surprises? I'm like, yeah, how about no surprises? Aww. I'm going to listen to no surprises and imagine that my head's in a fishbowl filling up with water. Oh, <laughs> such a beautiful song yes well i'm excited for you to start getting into radiohead perhaps a bit more yeah i'm I'm, I'm very willing to be recommended things um i like that uh that cool vibe and i'm like should i also get into lcd sound system and all of these other things that have just been there all this time and i've been like i don't know it's like if a cute guy didn't introduce me to it i didn't look into it any further <laughs> oh god it's like katie why do you That's have so real. many tom waits albums like because i love male approval <laughs> but i also love uh, a growly motherfucker like <laughs> yeah he's he is wonderful it's do- it doesn't make that any less uh less good but that's definitely how i learned about all my music in in college where it was just like you know, hey, come over to my place and really listen to some records. <laughs> That's how I, I learned you to my etchings. appreciate Bob Dylan, I guess. <laughs> like, I, uh, I still don't really care that I much, was, but... Uh, one of the comic artists that I follow on Instagram, Julia Wirtz, she's this, like... I've actually been following her work for a really long time. She used to have a comic called The Fart Party. Um, so, of course, <laughs> I was very up for that, because uh, it's a very silly <laughs> name. But she, she would do, like, very sort of simplistic drawings, but she's a much more sort of varied artist than that and anyway she's like quite pregnant right now um oh, man. so she's and she's in like i don't know petaluma or something like that. i think she's in like the middle of california and anyway she was telling a story about how last last weekend she went she and her uh partner drove out to i don't know some place to just go for a really long country walk and just sort of ramble around 
And then she's like, yeah. And just on our walk, we passed Tom Waits and his wife, Kathleen Brennan, and their dog. And they said hello oh. to us and wished us well. Because oh. life is just like that sometimes. And I was like, that's nice. Oh. <laughs> That'd be so, oh. I would shit myself. Because like, not only Tom Waits, but Kathleen fucking Brennan, who. Yeah, she's the like, brainchild. She absolutely is the person who like renovated his entire career and took him from like whiskey soaked piano troubadour into like weird genius experimental level. beautiful yeah. like, oh, like I think so she, she's cool. co-written most of his best albums i think which mm-hmm. is like and a lot of people don't know that and i think that's very sad because she's he he is constantly sort of pointing to her being like she is so much of everything i've done you know and i love yeah. that that's very nice i like Aww. to see people who are creative with each other and in love i think that's really nice I think on the last episode, you said you absolutely hated it when people, <laughs> co-creators that are in love together. Yeah, no, I mean, I, was... I, I, I feel a lot of things right now. <laughs> I, just I don't like it funny. when people are gross about it and they make it all about their love and stuff instead of yeah. just like getting the fucking work done. <laughs> I am a very sour person about love and stuff right now, but I'll get over That's it. Totally That's totally fair. That's totally fair. I'll get over yeah. it as soon as someone really hot pays attention to me. oh man yeah like I I definitely feel I definitely feel privileged to be quarantining with a partner even though like he drives you crazy on each other's nerves (laughs) what's that even though he drives you crazy sometimes just a little bit it's like just dish related crimes just we never fight over dishes and this week we just totally fought over them and it's like fuck so damn it you were dish fight virgins, and now you're sullied. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be fine. But it's just, like, everything is, is weird. Everyone's we goblin like... is coming out right now. Yeah, basically. I'm I'm definitely, like, giving into my worser impulses where it's like I just didn't leave the house for a few days, even though I know it's good to, like, go outside and get exercise and go for a walk. And so Ed's trying to, like, drag me out for a walk, and I'm just like, no, I don't yeah. want to. And, and so I like... then you can, I can see the light fade in his eyes when I don't go for a walk. It's I like... mean, I like to walk. I don't know how much I'd like it if somebody else was dragging me, because it's always my mm-hmm. idea if I do it, right? Yeah. So that, that part's good. But, like, um, I don't know. Like, what I think about what I would really like to be doing right now. I would love to be at my parents' place. Uh, and mm-hmm. so that's still a plan for, you know, after my... Uh, after my house arrest is over, uh, I'm going to pack up and head over there for a couple of weeks probably and just party with my mom and dad and make lots of food and maybe go for a bike ride or something like that. Not that I like to ride bikes, but maybe I could just like run behind them or something. <laughs> maybe I could convince them to foster a dog. <gasps> probably not. Yeah. That'd be dope though. If we could get a dog. It, it Mommy, daddy, get a dog. I want one. It's Ed and I have been talking about because we're going to eventually move to rural places and I guess we're going to get a dog too, which is cute. That's We're cute. both allergic. It's going to be fine. When you have more space, you know, that's something that you can just, the dog doesn't even have to be an outside dog. It can just like yeah, live in the mud exactly, room exactly. So, and like come and go kind of. Very cute. And I so can't decide right. what kind of dog I want to get. Probably a border collie. That would be awesome. That's so cute. Yeah. That's fucking cute as it's hell, Ed, man. Ed kind of wants like a like a woods companion dog that he can like go fishing and like take the dog with him, you know? Like a duck toller or a collie or a uh I don't know what other kind of Some dogs. Some kind are of retrievers. retrievers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
so I don't know. We'll get a big a Labrador. We'll get a big dog. I'll have somewhere to put all my love. <laughs> I saw a t- I saw a TikTok that was like a pit- it was a pit bull. People are like people want to know what like our dog is crossed with. They get very confused when they see him, and it was like in a very tight shot. I'm like, that's a, it's a fucking pit bull, man. Like, what's confusing? And then they pull back and they're like, yeah, he's also 50% dachshund. So it was like a pit bull, but it was so small. And I was like, that is the perfect dog for me. Oh my God. Give me your dog. I, I want your dog. Give me your dog. I want your dog. <laughs> I just love the, uh, when any breed is mixed with a corgi, it just looks like a corgified version of the original dog. Like it just looks like a corgi wearing like an aragumi shirt or yeah. something or whatever those things are fucking called. Kiragumi? I don't know. I can't remember. But like it's a they're just long, long little corgi shaped like German Shepherd or something like that. It's so cute. Controversial opinion though. Corgis are shitty dogs. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Number one, the queen likes them. Number two, they're just so untrainable. <laughs> Are they just little bitches? <laughs> they're so stubborn. Like, there's some of them are very loving and very cute, but they're always really nervous. They're always stinky. Yeah. And they're always little bastards, but they are cute. So I understand why people like them so much. They have great butts. Yeah, they do. They just it looks wiggle. like little, like two little fried chicken drumsticks, like <laughs> on either side of a barrel, just walking. <laughs> oh, so they're cute. little bums. So cute. It's so cute. Oh my god, oh my god, sorry, just total pivot. Did you, oh my god, what voice is this? Have you seen the new Bon Appetit video of Carbonara? Of course I have. It was delightful. Oh, that's like my favorite video they've made in a really long time. Is Sorry, we, just like, just for the uninitiated, we've become completely obsessed with the Bon Appetit test kitchen. Um, as has everybody. Yeah. Basically, like, like, I mentioned it at like a, oh, back in the day when I went to like, a brewery with like 20 people at a long table. That was pretty fun. And I just mentioned something Bon Appetit and like three people's heads snapped up and they were just like, oh my God, I love it. Like it's all these little like niche things, but it's not niche at all. It's like very, it's very popular. It's become super mainstream, but I'm also fine with it because I do really like that. I bought that, a Bon Appetit programming. tote bag with an egg on it. I had a, that's cute. I had a <laughs> subscription to their paper magazine for like 10 years. Ah. So I, I am O-fucking-G, man. Like, <laughs> not, to, not to be a kunt about it, but it's true. I've been a stan for a long time. Uh, and I, uh, I have very strong opinions on who rules and who sucks in the test kitchen. Mm-hmm. We disagree and, on uh, some, but it's okay. I just like everybody. It's true, but you'll come around one day to my way of thinking. But I like Molly. Um, no, she fucking sucks, No, man. she's she great. She sucks. It's like, I'm going to make a Molly egg. It's flavorless and colorless, just like me. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it was just like they put up the carbonara and they put up, up Molly learns to, to butcher and break down an entire pig. I'm like, perfect. A video I never need to see. <laughs> Because she's a bitch and I hate seeing butchery. But there was an amazing lesbian butcher with a jacked arm in it. It was very good. Oh, that's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I still don't like seeing pigs being butchered. It's kind of nasty. Yeah. Um, not Pig- the biggest pork person, which is like maybe ironic for me to then segue into talking about carbonara. But they really did put my three favorite chefs on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Carla. Love Chris Morocco. He is such... He, a fuss budget. He's my favorite. It was so funny he when is, he like. I love him. When she he sucks, when, I love him. When Sola put on the ice cream machine music, he was like, "Turn that up." That was so. 
And Sola. Sola is like one of my favorites, period. Sola and Christina are the two sort of new ones. And I really love both Me of them. Too. And I'm really hoping Christina Chahi is a lesbian because she has big dyke energy. Oh, I like uh, her. But so does, Sola has so much dyke energy and it turns out she's married to a man. A very so. handsome Egyptian man. Very, very handsome. They're a super cute couple, but I'm also just like, do you know the energy you're putting out there? <laughs> it's very good. It's a crime. She's so creative. She's, she's so, so hot. Like, I just really think that she's, like, such a genius. I don't know. She is, and she's very, like, not even self-effacing. She just, like, kind of doesn't have an ego about things at mm-hmm. all, it seems. She's just, like, very creative and just sort of follows her brain down rabbit holes. And she's like, mm, <laughs> might work. Hey, it worked, kind of. Yeah. I don't know if I like it, but it's cool. Yeah. I just, I, I like that way of developing things. I think that's very interesting, you know? And, Same. There's so many, oh, there's just so many things. Of course, everybody wants to get rod by Brad, but what can you do? (laughs) (laughs) He'll have like sticky garlic fingers. (laughs) Whatever. It's a two-part epoxy. Finger me and then put me in the fermentation station. (laughs) Toot, toot. (laughs) Don't forget to burp me every day. (laughs) Yeah, it seems like he'd be attentive, (laughs) you know? Yeah, something like I mean, he's got children, so you know he can fuck. I like that little clip of, like, his wife. He's like, oh, I can just pivot in my kitchen. She's like, could you pivot some muffins over here? It's like, yes. (laughs) I'm enjoying that learning the dynamics in their own homes is very cute. It is cute. There's a lot of people who did not consent to be part of this nonsense, but I'm appreciating them there. Yeah. Uh, and also making fun of Alex Delaney for bringing a satchel full of records to his parents' house. And his coffee I'm like, stuff. Dude, like, it's so silly. MP3s. Like, you dingus. Yeah. I don't know why he, he went to his parents' house. Was he worried that they would warp in his apartment? Like, What's that? Was he worried they would warp in his apartment? Like, I really just need, like, the vinyl energy. Like, yeah. I don't get that. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. <laughs> I understand the the need to collect things, but I've just never understood the being married to a, a type of media. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. Like I like the big square that the records come in. Like that thing is cool. <laughs> the sleeve, I believe it's called. Yes. <laughs> that part's cool because it's like decoration, but most people just put them in a big shelf. Yeah. And then I cannot see the front of them. So who fucking cares? <laughs> I like how you went to yeah. Adam Sandler voice for a second. <laughs> I'm crazy pickle for an arm. <laughs> I do believe I want some candy. I mean, I mean, I'm crazy tea bag milk. Yeah, apparently that's just in there. I you can't go wrong with it though. It's it's fucking so much. It's so good, dude. If I was at someone's house and they're like, you know what, I'm just gonna put on Happy Gilmore and spark up this joint, I'd be like, fucking perfect. Nice. What a good afternoon we're about to have. Absolutely. Oh man, I will just say like tap it in. You just got to tap it in. Just give it a little tappy tap tap a <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I love all the cooking shows and videos and stuff that I'm super obsessed with. I love that they make things very accessible. And I've been really enjoying just cooking so much. Like, Oh, so much cooking. I yeah. haven't. I know that we're supposed to be supporting our local restaurants and stuff. But I just, I've been cooking every day and I haven't wasted any food it's been amazing. I like organized the fridge and I was like, there's nothing that I have to throw away because I don't, I'm not That's making hot. like a big batch of stuff for the week and then we get bored of it and then throw it out. You know, I'm just at home. I can make delicious things for lunch. I can make nice things for dinner. I can make small batch stuff. 
I did make a big pot of beans, but I'm using them in like various iterations, so oh yeah, I don't need to like repeat the same thing oh, over dude, and over. It's I am just, like, so horny for butter beans right now. Yeah, they're so good. They're so good. You can make anything with them. you can make anything with butter beans. Yes, anything. And I loved. Anything. I've never made a pot of beans from dry before ever, and I made it just like Carla taught me, and it was just like Carla. Carla Lolly Music. The it was most beautiful so name in the world. So delicious. It was just like chickpeas in their own delicious broth and then we made breadcrumbs and aioli just like she did in her video and ate it mm, and it was mm, like the mm. best fucking thing i've ever eaten ever it was so just, good um, just tooted up a storm after i sure did yes it was very yeah. very tootful <laughs> very tootful i'm very tootful and fruitful i yeah, i made the i made the greek beans with like just like soak the beans 12 hours cook them in just a little bit of broth and herbs that's how i did it anyway um for two hours mm-hmm. and then i baked them with tomato sauce, onions, and herbs, and a little bit of feta cheese on top. Hell yeah. And just, just baked that and just had that with green beans, because I was like, why not have a double bean dinner? <laughs> There's no one here to smell my shame. Um, <laughs> not that green beans make you fart, I don't think. No. But uh, I don't know, maybe they do. I'm not a fucking scientist. Toot City, USA. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not a fucking fart scientist. <laughs> I could be. Uh, I've done a lot of personal research. Uh, but yeah, no, I cooked that up and then I was like, mm, this is really good. And I, it tasted even better the next day. And then I was like, but how much longer can I just eat a pile of beans? So I thought I'll just throw them in the pot with some fucking broth and then just hit my, hit it with the stick blender. <gasps> oh my God. It was like creamy tomato soup. Yes. Cause it was white beans and then like, t- like really thick tomato sauce and then veggie broth. Incredible. And then I thought, oh, you know, I'll add some more feta to it. Didn't need it. Didn't need it. It was perfect. Nice. And I just like glugged it down. Like I was just chugging that shit. It was delicious. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, I, I'm with you on the the thing that is keeping me going is cooking for myself. Yeah. I and like being uh, very I have a like a ton of joy from that. Being very like indulgent in a good way. Like just like mm-hmm. this is like I, I've just been cooking like a giant pan of caramelized onions for like two hours. It's so delicious. It smells so good. It just feels very like sensual and mindful and stuff like that. It's great. Mm-hmm. The thing mm-hmm. that I'm stuck on right now is that Ed Ed's meditation is going fishing, and he keeps bringing back these trout from the local pond, and they don't taste very good. So <laughs> we have so many that we need to eat, and I don't want to. <laughs> I think you just turn them into fertilizer for your garden if you don't want to eat them, I guess. Yeah, or he's been catching and releasing uh, as well in the last little while. But, like, they just taste like the dirty pond. So there's a lot of, like... <laughs> We barbecue them and we season them up really nice and stuff, but then there's just like an undertone of like dirty pond water. Like dirty pond water. Yeah. It's not good. If you were desperate it would be good, but you're not, so Yeah, we can still get other stuff. But anyway. For sure. That's like a very like wawa problem for sure. I think I'll oh, make yeah. them into trout tacos because then I can top them with like salsa and shit. Oh nice. I uh I really I'm I'm excited by the challenge of having to like try to use up everything in my frizzer frizzer? Me That's too. my frizzer. It's like my fridge and freezer. It's like what we should have been doing all along. Like my mom does that. Her fridge is like pretty much always empty because she just uses everything in very good order. And mm-hmm. it's just like I've been such a lazy bastard for so long and like get so much takeout instead of using what's in my fridge and now I'm like mm-hmm. using what's in my fridge. We've saved so much money. It's insane. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, I am definitely uh, saving some money. But I was thinking of like, yeah, we're supposed to support our local restaurants. And I'm like, cool. So local for me is only kebabs. Oh, God. (laughs) And honestly, I could fucking go for a kebab, but uh, kebab. 
Uh, but that's just not what I'm, it's not what plants crave, you know, I wanted something different. So I, uh, make other things, but yeah, I have to, since I'm leaving in a week, I have to use everything that's in my freezer and I've got like, I don't know, frozen Brussels sprouts. I've got frozen butternut squash and sweet mm. potatoes and that kind of stuff. And a little bit of frozen meat and, and stuff. So I'm like, mm, Ooh, I'm going to sounds... have to get very creative in the next week, but I'm going to eat all of this shit. Nice. I'm going to make another curry probably. Cause I've been making so much like doll. Yes. Just mm, bueno, very happy with that. Nice. And eating lots of yogurt on it and just feeling like very, very much like someone's Desi mom would pat me gently on the head and be like, good work, Katie. And be like, thanks, Mama G. You know? Totally. Thank you, Auntie. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. So, yeah, I'm very excited for you to come back and then make that amazing doll or the, the doll mac Doll mac in your instant yeah. pot and then make me a container to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh girl, I will hundred percent make you some. I've, I've now I've gotten to the point where I realized that if I'm going to make doll, I make most of it the day before, uh, and let it like just sit with its spices in the fridge Hell and then I repeat yeah. it and then add the cream. Hell yeah. It's so good that way. Yeah. Cause it's always good the night up, but it's always so much better the next day. Nice. So I've just started like making it in advance Ooh. now that we have nothing but time. Yeah. So why not? Something to right? look forward like, to yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, like uh, being able to, so as far as food goes, other than the fact that I'm eating way too much of it and eating a lot of snacks and drinking a lot of alcohol, mm-hmm. um, my meals are very healthy. Exactly. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> my meals are very healthy and then I will eat an entire bag of Doritos or the equivalent. And I'm not going to be ashamed of that. And it just is what it is because that is the thing that makes me really serotonin mm-hmm. uh, and not feel like I want to die. So yeah, um, we need it's that. very helpful where I can't like touch another person or do a dab or <laughs> dab <laughs> any number of things. Yeah. I just, for the listener at home, I just did the dab dance she that did. the cool kids on fork knife do. I saw it. Fork knife. <laughs> fork knife, I believe it's called. Yeah. We've been having like amazing breakfast. I've been making like the slow cooked scrambled eggs, like the French style. Oh, I make them e- daily yeah uh, i love those soft ass gooey custardy scrambled eggs yes and like the another like a couple days ago we had leftover salmon from dinner so i folded the salmon in there and then put like a creme fraiche on top fuck off oh if you had like a little dill or some capers or like some red onion on top oh, uh just I, that'd be so good i'm like regrowing my own scallions in the window and so i just like chop up scallions and put it on there and we've got this beautiful bread that's like this dark rye and so it tasted like mm. a delicious bagel I also made I made garlic aioli for those beans, and so then we've been spreading the garlic aioli on the dark rye, and then scrambled eggs on top. It's so good. I'm salivating. I am too. Talking I guess about it's it. like time for dinner for me, and it's time for breakfast for me. I haven't had breakfast yet, so what am I having? What am I having? I'm having leftovers of my. Um, it's my. I don't know if you call it a stir fry, but it is sort of my like. If I don't want to think about making food, but I have to have something that has healthfulness in it, I make this thing that is just. I cook onions, then I cook ground turkey, uh, then I throw in chopped kale, uh, and then I throw in some cooked rice and add a little balsamic vinegar and maybe just a little splash of barbecue sauce or just any other kind of brown sauces. Mm -hmm. And it just tastes like really good. It sounds awesome. (laughs) It is really good and it's cheap and it's easy to make and it's like nutritionally complete. So it's it's a very, very good meal. So I'm going to eat that and then I'm going to probably have like a ton of chocolate and eat some of the Cadbury sponge cake that I made with weed butter. 
Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm living the good life here. That's uh, not but I'm bad. ready to come home, That's I think. Not bad. So, yeah. Oh, I love it. So, I guess the next time we do this, uh, I will be home, yeah. most likely. You'll be locked Unless in. Unless we get really bored during the week. Locked so. in your quarantine apartment, but I, I'll be happy to keep doing this a little bit to chat and Perfect. stuff. It's very good. Love that. All right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that I'll, like I've been having good lunches as well and then in between I'll have like snacks of like a noodle cup with a slice of processed cheese in it it's really good in it oh my god it's really good. I just eat so much right now and I'm not yeah. I, I, like normally I would I would throw myself some guilt about that but I'm just like you know what Fuck that it's, it's not heroin yeah exactly it's definitely harm reduction it's totally fine food it's is just food what is it a is. pleasure and I'm glad that we're both really enjoying that and getting that out of you know some nice Deriving uh, some pleasure from that in these quarantine times, like in these quarantine times, we must like cling to whatever gives us succor. Yeah, succor, succor, sucker. Sounds rude. Yeah, I feel. Sounds yeah, like- this is again very privileged. Like we both don't have children and families that we need to oh, that's feed. Awesome. It's that's so awesome. It makes it a lot easier right to like. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to this manage. Is, so friends with kids to, that are to listening, all of our friends with kids, we're so sorry, and we're so we love you. Yeah. I, I want to be a better person um, and, like, help my friends with kids more, but I also, like, am scared to leave you can't the do anything. most of the time. So you can't do like, anything for them. You can't do anything for yeah. them. You can't babysit for them. You can't do anything for them. Yeah, it sucks. You just be like, it really sucks, and it's very stressful, and I'm sorry, and as soon as we're allowed, I will babysit for you, and you can fuck off and have a good time by yourself. That's true. I would do that. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. And so we love our friends and we love our families and yeah. we are excited to be in the same time zone again, even if it's four months sooner than it's supposed to be. And we didn't get to do our fucking Italian vacation, which would just be ending right now. I know. Ugh. But we'll do it. Yeah. I still have a credit from Air Canada, so who knows if I'll We're be able We're still going to have a spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Who knows if uh, I'll even be able to take a plane in the next year. I wonder if they'll extend my credit. I longer. think probably. Yeah, who knows? Who can say? Anyway, well, I'll be I'll be flying Air Canada home AC eight fifty five if they don't cancel it. Fucking awesome! Um, I hope that they don't. I want you to come home. I hope that you have a safe trip from Norwich to Heathrow Airport. Thank and... you. I ordered a car service, yeah. so uh, on my dad's recommendation, and then he immediately it's like this is so privileged, but immediately my dad sent me the money for like my emergency flight and Aww, travel home, so and it just made me fucking cry. Because uh, John Norgren's a real one. He's a good uh, dad. It's he's great. a really good dad. My mom's a really good mom, uh, and they both miss me so much, and I miss them so much. So, the you know, it's just when you're away from home and you feel lonely and you feel bad. It is something special to have people really want you to come back and do what they can to help you get there. Um, and that's that's something that's been kind of keeping me going a little bit. Is like how much my parents want to see me. And how much we want to spend time with each other. And I think that's really lovely. Aww. And I'm really excited about getting blackout drunk with them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and like, I don't know, doing jumping jacks on their little postage stamp of a lawn. Yeah. It should be fun. Aww, it should be so good. Sweet. So Aww. yeah, that's that's what I'm looking forward to uh, in, in the quarantine times. Uh, so yeah. Nice. Well, I love you very I much. I you. hope that you have a really good like flight and stuff and it's not too stressful travel. And we'll... I'm just going to be masked on both ends. Yeah, we'll figure out all the <laughs> all the logistics for when you get home. So it'll be all okay. good. Okay. I love you. We'll see all and of... And I love all of you. Yes, we'll see all I the rest you of are. you on... Okay. <laughs> next time on the Sea Hags podcast. Burp, burp, burp. You hate it when I do that, and then I do it anyway. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs>